me at the ice cream truck I'll buy you some ice cream You know what I mean? The show is obscene But I bet you gon' like these Three dudes trying to get along Craig Coleman and Matt Fulcheron Don't forget to start the show EA Dub, Eric Allen Wendell Let's roll, trying to keep up Turn up the AC, stay cheating up Eat it up, time to devour the full charge power hour Welcome to the Full Charge Power Hour. I am Matt Fulcheron. I am the host of the Full Charge Power Hour. I am all alone until my buddy Mark, Mark, take two, Marty Laquadera comes by. He's late, so I'm just going to get started. You know what I mean? Uh, If you like me, I like you back. But if you do like me, I am going to be... Actually, was just on a podcast called Occasionally Awesome with our buddies over at All Things Comedy, Nick Youssef and Kevin Christie. That's last week's episode. Check that out. It's a laugh riot. Craig Coleman's on it. Kind of. I say kind of because he's there, but they didn't mic him right, so you can still kind of hear him. (laughs) Um, Technical difficulties. Still hilarious. That's why they call it Occasionally Awesome. Because there's, there's problems with it, but every three or four minutes, kaboom, you're laughing. Also, this week, I'm pretty sure it's coming out this week, I did the What's What podcast with Forrest Shaw and Al Jackson, and that was a good time. I think, if I remember correctly, they, they, were, uh, they kept the Cuddy Sark a-flowing, so I was having a good time, which means it's probably a good time go to the fullcharge.com you can check out my door tour dates and my door my door dates yeah door dates uh i'm gonna be where am i gonna be i'm gonna be in alaska with daniel tosh in march i'm gonna be in chicago with burke kreischer what i really need you to come out to is nut street comedy club march 20th in wilmington north carolina and if you know any gigs out in north carolina and you know the people that run them or even if you know someone that has a bar let me know because i'm looking to do march 18th and march 19th somewhere and uh also i'll be in west palm beach with burt kreischer i think the 20th through the 22nd something like that sounds the 21st sounds like a sure shot go to the fullcharge.com i got all my dates I got lots of dates this year. Thank God. You can come see me if you want to. Check out This Is The Part Of The Job I Hate, my new CD, out on iTunes, Amazon, what have you. Uh, Donate if you like. We got t-shirts at the websites. Rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, Marty, do you have anything you want to plug? uh, Did I spit on you? It, it's okay. I, I, uh, I'm used to getting spit on. Uh, it's actually one of my fetishes, so feel this free. Is Mar- to- Let me introduce you really quick. This is Marty Laquadera, a good friend of mine and stand-up comedian and actor. And you have... Go plug away. Uh, that's lovely. Uh, just one thing. Uh, February 28th, I'm going to be at Willie Boy's uh, Saloon and Dance Hall. It holds like 3,000 people. And I'm doing a door deal oh, with uh, Luke Ashlock. It's in 29 Palms. And we have... Uh, it's uh, Friday, February 28th. And we have a caravan leaving from Burbank. And where is this? 29 Palms. It's in uh, Morongo Valley. Okay. So if you live there, if they live there, they know where that is. Yeah, I don't yeah, know where that is. Yeah. Where is that? It's uh, up to 114. It's only like, a, it's like an hour north of L.A. Yeah, it's only like an hour north. Lovely part of the area. But, uh, a lot, lot of uh, servicemen out there. A lot of yeah. Marines and, and okay. whatnot. 
and they such. need their they need their funny. They do. They do. Um, Marty just stopped by. I haven't seen Marty in a minute. And the uh, first thing I wrote down on my piece of paper, things to talk about today, is how do I know Marty? Because yeah. my first real memory of you is going on a triple run together. But I would have to say it's probably through our friend uh, Brett Gilbert, who just stopped by to drop you off. And you used to run a room in Long Beach? Is that when I first met you? Yeah, Taco Beach. I ran it for, for a few years. It was awesome. You haven't made it till you did Taco Beach in Long Beach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I think I met you there. And then... Uh, I just did a, a horrible room, room in Huntington Beach, where it was the type of room where like either everyone was talking, but no one was laughing. Was the it, people that were paying attention were just staring at me like I was insane. Was it that, that redheaded guy's room? Some guy named, uh, I forget his name, but it was just god-awful. You forget how many California stereotypes there are in, like, Huntington Beach. Yeah. Like, they're all, like, surfers who are like, yo, what's up, bro? What's going on, dude? What's happening? And some guy's taking his shirt off and fighting someone outside the bar. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, if if that girlfriend laughs too hot at you, they want to kick the shit out of you. So they're trying to yell out fucking bits over your bits. Oh, I got a joke. Knock, knock. You're a faggot. All right. Only 36 more minutes of this at $75 a swing. A couple of surfers and their girls set up, uh, set up shop on the corner of the bar and started playing cards during the show just to be like total dicks. Even though there was like 25, 30 bars on that street, they're like, we're coming to this one that, to fuck this one up. That's when you wish you had uh, Joe Rogan's uh, skills, so you just kick him in the face, <laughs> and there's nothing they can do about it. Oh, yeah, it's like, great. this show's going to go one of two ways. Either I'm going to tell jokes, or I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. Yeah. We should all start working out. I mean, I mean like, madmen. Yeah, yeah. Because we could all use that skill. Just, just start taking jiu-jitsu classes, a little, little Muay Thai. But where Marty Laquadera really comes into my life is in December 2007, ah. when you call me up and you say, me and Brett are doing a triple run. And I said, what the fuck? Why not? And if you don't know what a triple run is, help me to describe what a triple run is. It's a, it's a string of about five or six nights. Yeah, it's, it's something you usually do when you first start headlining <laughs> and doing road work. You start with a triple run because you'll have like... The, the first show in, like, Omaha, Nebraska, and then the second show in, like, Florida. It's right. It's like, yeah, it's mostly Northwest, but the shows are really spread out. There may or may not be people. If they're there, they, you might be battling karaoke and, and redneckery. Right. So it's a real the, – the, the scenarios are horrible, uh, the shows are horrible, and the driving is the worst. Every morning you got to wake up. And try to figure out how to get there. And even though it was 2008, we were left in 2008 of January. Yeah, yeah. We still didn't have any GPS on our phones. I don't think we had GPS at all. No, and, and of course, the, the only triple runs happen in the winter. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. I've only been on one summer triple run, which summer triple runs aren't bad. Everyone's out and partying. It's a good time. And the drives are very scenic. But we did. We went all the way up to... Washington and, and as far as east as Montana. Yeah, yeah. I think we ended in Miles City, Montana. So here's, here's how. We, you call me up like closer to the, the gig and you're like, hey, Matt, it's going to be two weeks instead of one. And I said, fuck it. I've got that other week open too. Let's just make a mess out of this. Yeah, like, yeah. let's just do this. And we left L.A. basically around like 8 p.m. at night. 
the whole drive all night. The first gig is was in Oregon somewhere. Yeah. And poor Brett. We we took Brett Gilbert too. And uh, but this was a good way to do it because three guys. It's usually two guys. And the first guy's got to do a half hour cold, and the right. second guy's got to do a fucking hour in a bar where they're usually like playing keno with a mechanical bull, people shooting guns off the air. So this was a good scenario. Yeah. yeah. Three guys, half hour, completely painless. The only thing you're really going to have to worry about is the first 10 minutes if you're going first or the last 10 minutes if you're going last. Right. You know, that's all you really got to worry about. I think we even had like whoever was going last come up an intro. If there wasn't someone to intro the first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we we had it set it up properly, man. We, We, you designed... A flawless triple run. Because the worst you were going to have to face was a half an hour. And that's the real concern when you're doing triple runs. Like, I'm going to have to be up there for an hour. Yeah, a full hour. And it's not 45 to an hour. There's no, they don't have a host. It's just 90 minutes. The, the feature eats it for 30. And then you go up and try to mop up his mess for a full hour. Yeah. There's almost no way to do good in that opening spot. Yeah, yeah. There's no. almost no way to do it. But um, I think since the, well, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. We pick up. We, uh, we head to the valley where you and Brett lived. I think I parked by your house. Yeah. And um, we go to Subway before we even fucking leave. And poor <laughs> Brett has just broken up with his girlfriend. Yeah. And he's mad depressed. And remember, I had just burned that Black Sabbath CD. Yeah. And oh, there's this real, there's this, we were, you're way into Sabbath. Way into Sabbath. I'm way into Sabbath. Brett didn't know it, but he's way into Sabbath. Yeah. But there's this one song that's like a real slow jam. Where Ozzy's like, I'm going, going through changes. changes. Oh, it's <laughs> gut wrenching. It's gut wrenching. We totally. Hey, here's Brett right here. <laughs> <laughs> we can make him cry. We were just through. jamming him, dude. <laughs> oh my god. So I don't even remember the highlights of that tour. Other than okay, here's something I forgot about. You're the fucking master. When it comes to getting free hotel rooms. Oh, yeah. Because we did probably 10 to 11 gigs on that show, and you got us an extra hotel room uh, every night except for once. And twice, actually, because we had to pay one time. But still, yeah. you, 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 we got a discount. And only one of those times did I have to jack off a man. Only yeah. one time. <laughs> so, so, yeah, my verbal skills are there. So we show up <laughs> at this casino in Oregon around like 6 a.m., and we're tired out of our fucking minds. We've listened to the Black Sabbath CD like three times mm-hmm. and whatever else I had. Made Brett cry. We made Brett cry. He was going to do that anyways. <laughs> we get there at like 6 a.m. And you're like, can we get the three hotel rooms? They said yes, but you can't have them for like another like three or four hours. Yeah, yeah. Like, like oh, you check in at 3 p.m. <laughs> So we just had to kick around this casino. Oh, I remember that was brutal. Yeah, and, and uh, I, I was not able to talk us into an early room on that particular no, one. But you, did you get us the extra room? I think you did. Yeah, because there was only supposed to be two rooms. I got us an extra one, but we just had to wait a few hours. Now, what sucked about that one, the first show was pretty fun. Yeah. Then the second show is one of those deals, and it's a rookie, rookie move. It shows you that you don't run a real room. Is they have two shows, but they don't clear the room out. Ugh. So you got some of the same people from the first show mixed with the later crowd is drunker. Yeah. And the second show was just, I don't remember it being particularly bad, but it wasn't as much fun as the first show. Well, that's because like most of the people stayed. There's nothing to do in these <laughs> podunk towns. We're 
We're, we're in like mashed potato Idaho. Right. And, and like we finish the first show and everyone stays. We're like, what's happening? Like, right. Like 70% of the people stay. So yeah, we did a new half hour. And so people could make fun of us for not having an hour. But here's the thing. We all have an hour. But when we do an hour, we got a half hour of good shit. Yeah. With what we like to call filler in the business. <laughs> Sandwiched in between the good shit. You right. take your time with the good shit. You put some shit that's not that funny in the good shit. See how it fits into it and everything. Yeah. To do a completely different half an hour. And at this point in my career, I should be able to do it. But I definitely couldn't do it then. I doubt I can do it now. It's like we couldn't handle it. And plus, you like you can't do like a lot of topicals. Like in some of these small towns, they don't own TVs. Like, why do you think they're out on a, on a Monday? I, I had a guy in a triple run, uh, uh, John Huck. It was me and John Huck. We were okay. in Malta, Montana. It was the first. It was um, a once a month. There, added onto our run. It was sixty miles from the Saskatchewan border in a hunting lodge. People are in fatigues. Yeah. And he's trying to do a bit about some show, uh, uh, Monday Night Football, and the guys all swore. yelled out, "My TV is closed <laughs> on Mondays." It's like, what are you t- talking about? He goes to that place to watch TV, and that that lodge is closed on Monday. So, yeah, no TV for him. So, yeah. I like how he had to contribute. Yeah. It's like, I know everyone's here. I know everyone's here enjoying the show, but this joke doesn't work for me. So I'm going to stop the whole fucking thing. I'm that important. P.S. I don't own any TV. That's how, that's how important I am in this town. But uh, so what do we do after that? Do you remember? We went, everywhere we went, we got a free fucking room from yeah. you. One thing that sticks out is um, we went to this place, I think, called Idaho Falls. Oh yes, yeah. And that and so most of the trip were the shows were fun because like I said, we had low responsibilities. Right. And the days are so kind of miserable. The shows are kind of fun. They, they were actually we had crowds for all of them. They, they, they were surprisingly they they weren't bad. And when we say the opening slot sucks, they didn't on this tour. Yeah, yeah. For, because I think because you knew you weren't going to have to open every night. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that big of a deal. It wasn't that like you've been sentenced yeah, when you to two weeks of pain and misery, you're going to get the middle slot three or four times on that tour, five yeah. times on that tour, and it's going to be fun, you yeah. know. But um, we go to this Idaho Falls, <laughs> and we were—I uh, think we we're getting a little cocky, or at least a little optimistic. Yeah, because um, <laughs> we went there, and they just—it was the biggest fucking room, and they just didn't listen to us at all. There was like thirty people in the front listening. How they could fucking hear anything we were saying, I have no idea. Because the other hundred people were loud as fuck. Wasn't that the show where um, Brett was doing a bit about, uh, hey, never get stoned with your Jewish friend and yada yada. (laughs) And the guy yelled out from the audience, why would you have a Jew as a friend? That that was the show. And I remember Brett ended up rapping a little early. And then uh, me going up and attacking that guy verbally and him threatening to stab me. It, it's that kind of show. And then I went up and just like, I just said my jokes. I just like said them. And I think I even got off early too. We must have given them like a 49 minute show. Yeah, yeah. We were fucking out of there. And then you guys were also, I remember before the show started, you were talking about sobriety because neither you or Brett were drinking. Yeah. Uh, 
And some guy was talking about sobriety to you, but he was fucking drunk out of his mind. Do you remember that? He was talking yeah, about all yeah. the great aspects of sobriety. Yeah, yeah. But he was there falling off the wagon. He was the same guy. There was a UFC fight on the TV before the show started. <laughs> and we're watching it. And uh, there was a, a black guy and a white guy. I don't remember the fighters. And, uh, and he's all... I want the white guy to win. It was Forrest Griffin. And uh, I go, I actually do too, but not for the same reasons, you fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. And we were mad. We really defeated after that. I remember we really got our asses handed to us in a way. And we went to um, this restaurant to eat. And Brett was making a documentary, which he really should fucking get to the cutting room on this. He, he should. It's been six years. He... Should get on that. But anyways, we we're in this restaurant, the only one we could find, and he's filming, and people just kept coming up to us like, hey, what are you doing with that video camera? <laughs> we all filming. <laughs> and we would say that we were filming a documentary, and they would lose their mind over it. Yeah, yeah. We weren't saying we were filming like some professionally funded documentary. They literally acted like that, like we were on a movie with Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, the movie box? I want to be on the pictures. <laughs> Waving at the camera, <laughs> yeah. so that was really only a bad, the bad. That was really the only bad night, right? But yeah, yeah. we made all. Our, where did the tour end? It was like it was like a cowboy town. It Miles like, City, uh, Montana. It, it was looked, a gold mining town. It, yeah, it looked like a, a movie set to like a cowboy town, and they played it up a little bit. I mean, some of the shit was new. Yeah, yeah, new stuff to make it look old. But the hotel we stayed at was definitely like it seemed like that it had that haunted feeling. Yeah, for sure. But that that, that uh, show was awesome. Remember, they curtained off the room and it was packed. It was sold out, and they, that was actually uh, one of the best shows. That, that show thing. had like a younger, hip crowd somehow. Yeah, like, I don't know how the fuck it happened, but they were totally down for it. And you and and Brett uh, really fucking told me they were like, you guys weren't drinking, so you guys were like, "Hey, Matt, this is the last show." You should get fucking hammered for it. Oh, yeah, that's right. We talked you into getting fucking really, really drunk. It was just a good idea because you killed that night, too. Yeah, I did. I you did. destroyed it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's been my secret to success ever since. Just getting fucking no, hammered. No, I, I do drink on stage a lot, but it's usually one or two drinks. Just a little Now, drink. that was like probably four hard drinks. You know, I also didn't drink liquor that much before. But I remember, it was, I was lucky it was only a half an hour. Because it was fine to kill for a half an hour. Right. But right. I think I might have repeated something towards the end. Or I couldn't get out of a back and forth with a heckler. Because I was too drunk to be focused. Yeah, but I think you, know? you, you stated that and that got huge laughs. Yeah, no, I, no. There was no harm. Everyone loved it. It was yeah. fine. I loved it. But it was something I just don't want to get in the habit of doing. Yeah. Because it's not the recipe for success. That was like a, um, that just happened to work out. And it was also had to do with it was the last night of the tour. There was like a lot more of a good mood involved. There's a yeah. lot more of like last day of school type feeling. Take some chances. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, when I was waiting in the bar, I think Brett was already up by then. Um, I was waiting in the bar, and this dude, there was a dude there when we first showed up. We had to do a sound check at this bar for some yeah. reason. We showed up in the middle of the day, and there was a dude there, like, building stuff, making stuff, and he wouldn't stop talking to us. He said he had to be home by, like, 6 or 7 p.m., but when we got to the bar for the show at 8, he was, like, drunk. He's bragging to me about how he made this, like, you, you ever seen the movie A Christmas Story? Yeah, yeah. With the, with the, with the light? With the leg. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? He's like, I made that right there. And, blah, 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 blah. and I was like, that's really great. He starts fucking fighting with this other guy right <laughs> next to him. And for some reason, I'm like trying to break it up. 
<laughs> until I'm just fucking not. I'm just yeah. like, this, this, this is not worth it, these guys. And I was out of there. I don't think that guy left. He was there drinking all day. He was clearly on meth or coke or something because <laughs> he would corner you and tell you his life story. I, 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 I used to do coke. Like, yeah. He had all the signs there. And so when I'd see him coming, I'd literally hide. Did you know he was on coke then? Did you have that idea? That yeah. impression? Yeah, because he wouldn't shut up. Like when he would corner us and like I escaped once and he tried to pin me again in the bathroom. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, this is definitely coke. He can't be that lonely. Yeah. And, and he was also there for like, I don't know, six hours that we saw him. Yeah. Eight hours. Yeah. I, he, who knows, maybe he lives there. Maybe he gave us a, was that the same guy that gave us a tour in the, in the <laughs> annals of the fucking place? It was all. He was happy we were there. Yeah. That's all I know. And then that was another place. Everywhere we went on that tour, the venues were like, we want to have you back separate. Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> they were like, we want to have you back. Okay. And then remember the, that one place we did? That lady was like, yeah, we want to have you back when there's, there's a big rodeo in town. It's either a rodeo or a NASCAR. <laughs> and they're like, all these NASCAR guys or rodeo guys stay in the hotel then, and we want to have you back for that weekend. And Brett was like, uh, I got to step in here and say... Um, yeah, it was rodeo. He's <laughs> like, that's not the audience I want to perform for. Oh, they would hate him. I don't think jacking off on Jesus' face would fly in front of the rodeo audience. Yeah, Brett's got these jokes about how uh, Jesus was gay. And you really can't do that shit outside the city limits. Uh, People I, will lose their fucking minds. We were in Florida once, and, and he was closing with it. And yeah. then I would have to go on right after that. Literally, as people are leaving and trying to hit him with a chair. And yeah. Cry, like, he would cause a ruckus. <laughs> he, he would literally close by blowing. He's like uh, blowing a wad onto Jesus' face. And then he's like, all right, uh, up next, Marty Lagodera. Because he really did jerk off one time, right? He used yeah. to bring the bit is... And check out, where, where can they check out Brett Gilbert? Is it Brett Gilbert.com? Uh, BrettGilbert.com. He used really to have funny. a bit about how he was like, um, you know, he grew up religious, so he'd bring Jesus into the, ba- a picture of Jesus into the bathroom with him so he wouldn't jerk off. Right. But he couldn't help it. He ended up jerking off, and then it ended up coming on Jesus. Yeah, yeah. He, it, it, it's an actual story. He couldn't go to the bathroom at like 12 years old without wanting to tug it. So he brought a picture in with him. And then disaster. That's like a lot of Hail Marys and our fathers yeah. once you launch on, on, on the Lord. That's a lot of guilt. Yeah. <laughs> One time he was in Santa Barbara and um, he did that. He got chased around the fucking room <laughs> by some guy on his honeymoon. And then the guy, he said the guy was crying. Yeah, yeah. He made a guy cry. He made a guy. I, 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 it was a big dude, too. I made the, he made the guy. He was so angry. He was sitting in the chair crying. And, yeah. Yeah, after he tried to assault Brett. Right. <laughs> that trip was kind of scary though because it was like it was like snowing like crazy and uh we saw a couple like 18 wheelers just off the road crashed yeah yeah um but i i, I was uh relieved of most of my driving duties yeah because i, I drive like a shithead right and, and brett gets scared brett really doesn't like it when you go like even a mile over the speed limit and i'm not saying you weren't speeding i'm not saying brett's wrong mm-hmm but Brett's like, speed limit, guys. We're doing the speed limit. Which is kind of a good rule out there because it's snowy and you could die. You, on the other hand, love to go about like 90, 100. Well, it's the only thing. I, I've done a lot of road gigs with Brett. And, yeah. and it's the only thing we've ever fought about. And he's right. I drive like an asshole. But when he drives like 40 miles an hour on the freeway, it just kills me. The gig like, does I, start at 8. We do I, have to get there. I, I, I can't take it. Yeah, that's the only thing we, uh, we ever really uh, argued about on the road is my awful driving and 
him going 40, like literally on a freeway. <laughs> dude, if it's a little cloudy, I'm going to go 40. <laughs> I'm going to put on two seatbelts. I'm like, dude, you're not 90. Do you remember <laughs> when we were driving down the road to, to start the second, the second week? We, it was a big drive. It was a long drive. And it was like this beautiful sunset. And Brett's like, he's like, look at that. That sunset is amazing. And like we all look at it. We're all quiet for a second. And then you guys, you go, hey, you guys ever seen uh, Two Girls, One Cup? <laughs> and Brett's like, Brett's like that's, that's what that makes you think of? Two Girls, One Cup? I thought it was a smooth segue. Yeah. It, uh, we all find beauty in different things. Yeah. Now, Two Girls, One Cup, that's, that's phony, right? I don't think so. I've never sat through the whole thing. My buddy sent it to me. And yeah. I didn't know what it was. And um, I saw a girl shitting it into someone's mouth and yeah. I turned it off. Um, I had never seen it. I don't watch shit like that on purpose because I know I can't get out of my head. Yeah. Get it out of my head. But the um, I was at the, uh, what do they call it? It was like a live pilot for Tosh.0. This was like probably later that year, 2008. Mm. It was at the Comedy Central stage. Um, I was in it. I kicked. I was like, I kicked him in the nuts because you know there's a kick. What, yeah. what is that sketch? You just been kicked in the nuts. Yeah, yeah. So I was that guy. I had on a wig and shit. And you know how like the what do you call it? The um, the reaction videos to that video were just as popular as like the video. Yeah. So what he did was he played it on a big screen and just taped the audience. I remember. And that's that. how I fucking saw it. And it's fucking awful, dude. It's women eating shit. It, it can't be fake, though, because like, I think you see it coming right out of the asshole. Yeah, but it, it doesn't look like real shit, and it's like, I think they stuff pudding up there. Now, I'm not saying that's not gross, and I'm not saying that's, yeah. that's, that's healthy, but I don't think it's 100% shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it wouldn't taste as bad if it was pudding, but still, any time you, you're taking something like right from an asshole into your mouth. From a porn star's asshole. From oh, a Brazilian porn star's asshole. That, that's risky. It's not healthy. That is risky. And I think they puke, too, in the video. Yeah. I, I, I don't think I made it to that part. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, I love Tosh's show, by the way, but I know uh, I'm getting old because I, I don't like any of the puking or the bone snapping or the zit popping. I fucking hate that shit. Yeah, I just like the funny stuff. Like, the funny stuff is hilarious, but once people start yakking on each other, I'm like, oh, I, I got to turn away. I like the jokes. I don't like the videos. Yeah, So, yeah. like, either, either it's really painful and I can somehow experience the pain or everyone's, like, really dumb in the videos and it makes me mad yeah, that yeah. people are that dumb that there's so many dumb people out there. I don't know. I like the jokes. Um, we did, I think the last time I worked with you, we did New Year's oh, going into yeah. 2011. This is another Brett Gilbert. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> he, he just told me, he just said yesterday that, that the owner of that restaurant called and wanted to hire us all for another gig in New, in New York. He wanted to fly in us New out. In New York? Yeah, that's what he said. When is it? I don't know. He, he, he said he uh, wanted to talk to you and then uh, before he called him back. Let's do it. Yeah, that's Let's what I'm saying. Let's get the fucking band back together, dude. We, we totally should. I remember I, uh, it was New Year's Eve, and I, I, there was no, there was no uh, gas stations anywhere around, so I took a chance because I was running late. <laughs> and I, uh, I ran out of gas, and, and my buddies, Matt and Brad, are like, hey, you want me to follow you? I'm like, ah, no, whatever, don't be a pussy, I'll get home, right? And, but, um, but this is like in the middle of nowhere. This is in the woods. Yeah, middle of nowhere. It was, it was, I have no fucking clue. It was like in Ohio or something. It was up to five. Right before you get to the grapevine, you take a right. One of yeah. those deals. Yeah, yeah. There are, there are hundreds and hundreds of civilizations just outside of L.A. up north. 
Yeah. One it, of them's called Ohio. I don't know the rest of them. It was, there was n- absolutely nothing around. So I, I leave this place and I run out of gas. Yeah. Like, like literally it's out, cars off, and I'm on a hill and I'm going down a, sl- a slight grade. So I'm coasting. <laughs> it, 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 in the middle of the night now, the shows are over. It's like one, and I see at the bottom of the hill this one little light. It looks like a shack, a yeah. shanty yeah. with a light on. And I literally roll in yeah. and like have to push it to a parking spot. And I go in and it, and it was... Uh, it, it was uh, some little bar, and, they're, and they, were, they, they were having a little party, and I, I'm trying to explain to them, like, hey, I ran out of... Ran <laughs> it's out New of, Year's Eve. They're wasted. Yeah, fucking hammered. It was, it, it was one of those... Uh, what, what do you call those um, fucking Knights of Columbus things? Yeah, the Elks Lodge. Yeah, yeah, it was like okay, an Elks Lodge. It was, of it was one of those things. Right. So I, I tell them, like, I, I need a ride to the gas station and all this stuff. So the guy's like, you're a comedian? Dude, you have to do a show for us. So they're doing karaoke. No one wants to hear me. So now they interrupt karaoke, and I'm doing 20 minutes at an Elks Lodge in the middle of the night. For gas. For, for gas. gasoline. Yeah, I just finished work, so I literally, literally uh, did 20 minutes at an Elks Lodge for a ride to the gas station, and we used a potty hat to stuff it in and, and, pull, and pull the gas in. After you already did... Two shows at the stuffy ass restaurant. Oh. Brett booked this stuffy fucking high grade. One of the meals costs probably more than our entire you know group paycheck. Yeah. In other words, he had six comics on or something like that. Yeah. And then he split the money up between the all of us. And and I don't remember it being that much. No, and I first, think a plate there was about 200 bucks. It was. And then yeah. uh, the first show was at 6 o'clock, and it was still light out. And it and was, the, like, all white here. And the second show was at 11. Yeah. Or, like, 10.30. Yeah, because we did a usher in the new year. Fucking Brett, dude. Fucking but how, hold on. How did you, how, where did you get the gasoline from? You siphoned it? Um, no. So I rolled in there, did the show. So the guy that worked there drove me. <laughs> To a gas station like, and, um, and, and put uh, gas in this like makeshift fucking can. And then, uh, what kind of can was it? It, it, was, it was like a bucket from the side. <laughs> we didn't have a gas can. So, and I didn't have a funnel to push the little metal thing in my gas oh thing. My God. So we used a potty hat. We used a fucking cardboard oh potty God, hat dude. as a funnel. And then I poured like the gas in and then I had to drive back to that gas station and, and get more gas, obviously, to make it home. That should be, and they can't do it, but that's what, what like a beer commercial should be. <laughs> Here's the good friends. Yeah. Tonight is kind of special. And if I recall on that 2007 thing, I just got hit by a car and broke my ribs, didn't I? Yeah, I think so. How did that work? I um, on Christmas Eve, I was helping this young comic at, at Starbucks in Marina Del Rey. Right. Um, sometimes you get helped. Sometimes right. you help. Right. So I'm helping the dude. Yeah. Right. Hey, yeah. Some words of encouragement, helping carve up some punchlines and shit. Yeah. And I walk back across the street in a walk uh, in a crosswalk with a walk signal. Yeah. And this car runs the light and blasts me, throws me thirty <laughs> feet, breaks my ribs, and knocks me out. And I have a little hairline fracture in my femur. And then uh, a week later, we went on tour. We went on like January 2nd or something. So what kind of doctor did you go to? Did you get in an ambulance? What happens after getting hit by a car? Oh, it was awesome because I killed at the scene. uh, So I kind of come to and I hear ambulances. So you were kind of unconscious or you just like kind of had to figure out? You were unconscious. Yeah, it hit me literally and threw me like 30 feet. I landed on my face on the street and I had all this gravel and rocks in my face. So I was out for a minute. You know, a few seconds or whatever. And when I came to, I already had heard the ambulances and oh people were screaming. God. There was two girls behind me in the crosswalk. And um, 
When I'm laying there and I come to, she's like crying. And she's really? like, I saw everything. And she writes down her phone number. She's yeah. like, I saw everything. I'll be a witness. And I'm like, look, no offense. This is no time to hit on me. I just got hit by a car. <laughs> you said uh, that? Yeah, I swear. <laughs> Kill it, right? Still doing bits. I was only conscious for like t- 12 seconds. I'm already killing. <laughs> and back to life. Yeah. So... Does the car, the guy that hit you, did he stick around? Yeah, he did. And he had insurance, but he only had $50,000 worth of insurance. And uh, the medical bills and, and my lawyer sucked it all up. Yeah, okay. Yeah, So yeah. you didn't make a profit off this, no, this no, effort? No, but, but uh, no, no. Because I would have turned that into a job. Like, yeah, Marty, you doing gigs? Nah, I throw myself into traffic. I just kind of walk really slow across the intersection, right when the numbers start to count down. We're just waiting for that Mercedes, that big payday. No, this was an old Toyota Forerunner. It was this 50-year-old painter. Ah, oh, dude. I would have had to go after him personally. Right. So my lawyer was a friend of my sister, so he... Um, I didn't even have enough to pay him, and he took all the money and left a thousand. Okay, so, so I got a thousand bucks. That's not yeah, bad. Did, yeah. it, did it cover your medical bills? No, 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 no. no that it was like uh, the fifty thousand covered my the oh, medical okay. and my lawyer, and then I got a thousand bucks. That's it. Jesus Christ! Did you get an ambulance, or, or did somebody drive you? No, I got. Did an the ambulance. guy that hit you drive you? <laughs> No, no, but he, yeah, he stuck around you yeah. know, and said, yeah, I fucked up. And you took those broken ribs all the way to fucking Montana? Montana and the cold weather's not good. Oh, broken my ribs. God. Yeah, I'm pro. All for like those two, this is what we tell these tours like we're doing it for money. Mm-hmm. It's really a break even situation. Before you go on tour, you're like, all right, <laughs> if I just eat like the value meal <laughs> and we use like low grade unleaded. We can make a profit. Yeah. If I sell seven CDs per show. <laughs> That's the way to be unhappy about the show. The way to be happy about a triple run, which we shouldn't do. Yeah. All right. But if you are going to do a triple run, the way to be happy about it is to be like, I'm going to break even and or lose money on this tour. And I better fucking enjoy myself. Yep. And you better not even think about money. You just did a commercial or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. I had just done like a bunch of colleges and I just started opening up for Tosh, but I had like nothing that month. Yeah. I was like, why not? I'll do it. I'll do it. And I was, but I was still thinking of it as a way to make money, and I was fucking miserable until I let go. Like, until I let go. When you go as a solo headliner and bring a feature, you make a little bit of money. We were doing triple headliner. Like, <laughs> we took our profits and cut them in a third. We took a C-level fucking comedy run and said, hey, let's chop this in a third because I hate money, but I love driving. Mm, and I love the redneck. Okay, so we're glad we did it for the sake of this podcast. And if the documentary would have come out, which it still can. Yeah, yeah, he still has the footage. You don't think like if one of us becomes some kind of movie star or something, he's not cutting that thing up tomorrow? Oh, he'll be putting it out. You won't see the twins for a month, he'll lock them in the room with a bowl of milk and be editing. All I know is I didn't sign anything. That's right. Did you? No, I did not. Okay. So, so we're solid. I, I, I feel like we should go back out. Did you hear that whistle? Yeah, that was awesome. Thank you. Uh, I, I feel like we should go back out, though, and, and do one more. But I think we should more. do all... I think we should do a documentary that's all Brett Gilbert booked <laughs> gigs. Because he keeps them coming. Yeah, yeah. But they're from out of fucking nowhere, and I don't know how he finds them. I did one with him about two or three years ago. Where he's like, yeah, we got to leave at like four thirty-five o'clock or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. We go up to Santa Barbara. Yeah. You know about this one? Yeah. And we're doing like, I see it's an old folks' home, and I just start <laughs> cursing at him. I go, just go, you mother. 
fucker. Because it was already bad enough it was going to be at 6.30, which I find on their drive up. And then I find out, you know, it's Jewish old folks home, whatever. You're doing it at a podium. You know those mics have, like, the podiums have mics yeah. coming out? Yeah. <laughs> And so I get up there and I'm trying to do crowd work to stretch out my material because I have problems enough with like 40 or 50 year olds, yeah, yeah. like 80, 90 year olds. Mm-mm. I don't always know what I'm doing, but I find that crowd work everyone can relate to, blah, blah, blah. So before I do, I'm doing like rookie comedy or comedy that I hate actually, which is you take a survey before you, uh, you take a survey before you tell your joke. Yeah, so yeah. I was going to tell a joke about like being homeless and I go, how about you, sir? You ever been homeless? And his wife goes, you ever been to Auschwitz? (laughs) Oh, wow. Implying that they they had been and they were homeless afterwards. Wow. And I just like dropped it and just like kept going after that. I I looked because we weren't supposed to cuss. I look right back to the woman who was running it and I go, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Oh, my God. Because like anywhere in that direction whatsoever would have been awful. So I just like switched gears the show was fine, but I was like, I didn't. I don't think I panicked as much as we just went. Give me a fucking oh my God. break, lady. Are you serious? Are you serious with this? Are you really gonna fucking bring me down? You ever oh. been homeless, Auschwitz? Yeah, after that, I was homeless for a spell. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> I guess after Auschwitz, being homeless in L.A. wouldn't be that bad. <laughs> no, see, you should have been up there. Because I just froze. <laughs> You're like, oh, you finally got down to your target weight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. 72. See, yeah, see, I think that's crossing the line. <laughs> so maybe I shouldn't I think, have been. Now. I think that first one would have got you out, and that yeah. second one would have got you right, right back, back in. Ooh. But, I mean, they're probably old and weak, so. There's, yeah, no, you'd been fine. Yeah, yeah, no threat. There's nothing worse than walking out of a gig and it's still, like, broad daylight. <laughs> But Brent doesn't warn you about that uh, The old gigs I did that gig too And he didn't tell me And I'm filthy All they do is talk about cocaine and debauchery And like right before He's like oh yeah to see old people Awesome you did good though, didn't you? Or was it was it bad? I don't even remember. I think uh, I I, I uh, could have been great because I blacked it out of my memory. Yeah, yeah, one of those. And afterwards, I ended up having to like talk to the lady that said it. She's like, oh. maybe next time, maybe you just do the joke. <laughs> you, you, maybe you don't do a survey in the room. And I started oh to explain God. that I normally don't, but I was like, ah, fuck it. Because I didn't want to be like, since you guys are so old, I feel like I can't do anything from this century. You just got told by a 90-year-old to don't do crowd work. Eh, maybe you do, maybe you don't. <laughs> um, what do you think about this? What, what were you going to say something? Yeah, well, the, the name of your CD was... Uh, this is uh, the part of the job I hate. Yeah, what is the part of the job you hate? The stand-up. That's the actual <laughs> part you hate? It's a joke because that's the only part of the job. Yeah, what with the selling swag after? Yeah, that's the only part I hate. Right, but that's not an official part of the job. The only if there's so much that goes with being a comedian, especially since you have to do so much more than stand up comedy. Yeah, you have to like be an actor. You have to be a writer. You have to book gigs. You have to do all this shit. But as far as anyone knows, all you have to do is stand up. Yeah, and I always kind of say that to myself. I always get like a little bit sick. Before the show even starts, especially if it's like a Gilbert show. <laughs> and I say to myself, this is the part of the job I hate. Like, like an action movie. You know what I mean? Like I'm Bruce yeah, Willis yeah, or something. Yeah, it's a great line. <laughs> um, 
but and then I do it, and I usually start to enjoy it about like ten minutes in. If if I can, if it's even going halfway decently, yeah. I'm like, this is a piece of cake. Like, what's the problem? And then I get off. Like that shit was easy. There's still nights though where I get off, and I'm like, I I I just like I hope there's no gun stores around. One bad because will do that. It just depresses the shit out of me, and that's why I'm scared in the first place. Is because like I'm well aware of those other nights. That are really only, I'm going to be honest with you, like really only like one, once a month. Yeah, or yeah. T- or once every two months. But they just, they murder your fucking oh. self-esteem. And, and you're, um, you're just looking out for yourself. You, you remember you know? every one. Uh, my worst you can one. feel it. You don't just remember it. You can feel the pain and humiliation. Oh, the, I'll when take... a room full of people hates your living fucking guts. Yeah. And you're right. I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm not, I'm not trying to sound crass, but I don't bomb very often. But when I, you know, like you, right. that we all do for whatever reason. Yeah. So it happens. Yes. A, 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 and you hate them. The worst one ever. Oh, I'll take this to my grave. <laughs> I, I mean, you remember everyone, but this one like was the fucking worst. It haunts me to this day. Really? It was. It was years ago. It was like eight years ago. I was in love with this girl forever. Yeah. And I literally used to visualize as part of my like goal visualization, like visualize crushing in front of her and all her hot friends. Okay. And she's a belly dancer and she has smoking hot friends. But she, she hadn't ugly, seen my yeah. show since the very first time I had ever did stand up. Okay. And so it'd been a decade, right? And uh, I, you know, I, I invite her to the show. And uh, I'm, I'm closing this at the Brea Improv. I'm only doing 10 minutes. She's bringing all her hot belly uh, dancing friends. It's packed. And, um, it, it, you know, it, it was, there's no real excuse. Like, uh, I tried to do a bunch of material about her. Like, I was for sure, it, it all lined up. Like, you know how like, when you visualize, they say it comes true? Yeah. It all lined up for this to, like, absolutely murder. And, like, just, to, like, oh, my God, you, you know, all our friends are into me. Like, he's fucking amazing. And yeah. this and that. And, like, uh, and then the star. And then we go end up and, you know, bang really off into the sunset. Right. right. I'm going up last. It's sold out. Brea Improv. There's comics that have a lot less experience than me that, that, that you know, I, I think at this stage, uh, you know. Uh, you I've think better. you're better than them. Right. That they, right. right. I've been in the you game a long experience. time. Right. And more experience. You've gotten more laughs per yeah. year than them. Yeah, yeah. There's, you know, newer in, in the game. And everyone's killing. Yeah. And I go up there, and uh, I don't know what happens. I just bomb. <laughs> this, this, like, usually, I look, sometimes you bomb. It is the fucking audience. It's the acoustics. The mic breaks. Right, right, or, right. Or the, uh, uh, there's uh, an asshole in the crowd. There's yeah. no reason. Yeah. Dude, I was set up to win, and right. I just ate a bag of shit. Yeah, and I couldn't even face her after. Like I, I hadn't smoked in two years. I started smoking cigarettes again. Like, yeah, it, it was devastating. And I'm not kidding. Like a year ago, my buddy's dating one of her best friends. Yeah, this is just like a, it, this happened eight nine years ago. Right, and, and like uh, like six seven months ago, uh, I, I meet uh, my buddy and the girl and. Um, and, and Dave's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you remember Marty's conversation? She's like, yeah, I saw him once. Uh, he's not funny. And she said this in my face. And I'm like, I, 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 like I, I literally, like, I thought, man, if there was no witnesses, I might kill you. Like, I could plunge a knife into your fucking chest right now. But that's their only frame of reference. You know what I mean? Know, I've done a million great shows. Right. But that's the only fucking show they've seen, and that's what I'm judged by, and it still fucking bothers me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, the, the people's imagination isn't good enough. For them to go, oh, I can see how this is funny. It's just not, the audience just isn't getting it. Either, like, they go straight by the audience. And all these show business people will tell you, 
oh, I can tell if something's funny or not, even if the audience isn't into yeah. it. But let's face it. The guy at the Letterman Showcase that gets the most laughs goes to fucking Letterman, and the rest of us don't. Mm-hmm. That was my most traumatic. I had just done a bunch of TV spots in like 2006. Yeah. And then in like 2007, I was doing like a Letterman Showcase. And I thought I couldn't do... Um, any material that I'd done on previous TV shows. Right. So I scrapped it all and did, like I said, like B-sides. And I fucking just panic. Mm. And my body froze up. Do you ever have that happen? Where your body froze up and you can't m- move properly? And you can't speak properly? No. <laughs> Yeah, I've got, I, I've gotten, I've turned red and sweat profusely. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and it was one of those things where it was just like the most awful experience <sighs> in my life. And it killed me because I was on such a winning streak for so long. That was like the beginning of me going, oh, I'm not necessarily the golden child. Right. I really need to fucking, you know, step it up, blah, blah, blah. But that was like traumatic for me for years. And I, 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 I didn't even eat for like a couple days after that. Yeah. I yeah. felt horrible. And when I was taping my half-hour special, uh, my manager wanted him to be in this dressing room with me and everything. I didn't want him there. Like, this is like the big moment for the manager. Yeah. They get to like be part of the show business for once and not just get like phone calls rejected. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want him in there because he like really annoyed me and I didn't even really know why I had him as a manager. I was just too lazy to fire him, yeah, that type yeah. of thing. I knew he was going to do this. I'm sitting there, I'm putting a tie on for my half hour special. And he goes, hey, so have you heard from like the Letterman people? And this is like three years later, four years later. And I was like, I totally fucking lost my shit. I was like, what the fuck are you bringing that up for? And I fucking just started yelling at him and kind of screaming at him. Yeah, yeah. Um, because why the fuck would he ask me that? Like, he's the manager. Yeah. Like, is Letterman going to, like, contact me directly? And is Letterman going to contact me at all? No. What the fuck is he doing? I start yelling and screaming at him. Luckily, like, Jay Larson walks in. My manager's sitting there just going, Hey, hey, I have a sense of humor. And I was like, why is this a joke to bring up right now? Because I got to tell you, I knew I was prepared for this half-hour special, but I was nervous as fuck. I was about to go on stage. He brought up the most traumatic failure of my life right beforehand. I don't know why you did that. It's the worst time. I, I think and it's intentional. I, you it's, can't be that stupid. I think, he, I think he was that stupid, but then on top of that, I think there's maybe something self-conscious where like the people that like manage, they want to be creative people or they mm. want to be the comic, but yeah. they're just kind of like can't do it they just want to like stand next to it yeah so when they see you doing it they get a little bit like kind of bummed out like "Uh, i can do and then all of a sudden something subconscious is coming out of their mouth like that meanwhile i don't want anybody in the fucking dressing room right i just want to fucking relax man yeah i see i i had a friend i wish i could fire him again i'm getting all worked up (laughs) but but i had a friend like that he wasn't even in business but he would always like anything negative he knows like he he knows that i I went on a big audition two weeks ago this fucking show uh, the part i auditioned for you watched you know what i mean yeah hey did you get that fucking no asshole i you know that Right, like they hate their own life, so they're gonna bring up your losses. You know, I didn't star of Man of Steel. Yeah, you know, I didn't star in that movie. You saw that movie; it came out last year. I would have told you. I had this thing where I had like this stupid. It wasn't even a development deal, but the like Variety presented it as a development deal. Mm -hmm. I was like pitching a sitcom with like Castle Rock, and they were trying to hip it up. This was like years and years and years ago. And this one dude who I barely kind of knew, every time I saw him, he'd be like. I'm talking about years later. He'd be yeah. like, so whatever happened with that sitcom of yours? Like every time. 
And I was like, dude, I've told you five fucking times. This shit did not work out. Why do you keep bringing this yeah, shit up? Yeah, why? Uh, as I've gotten older, I've let it bother me less. But back then, I would just be infuriated. Because the dude did know. Yeah. He did know that I that nothing happened. It- yeah, and it's never the people that are successful that, that bring that shit up. It's always people that aren't happy with their own shitty life. It's the same people that write hate shit on the internet. They don't ever offer anything creative themselves. Right. They, can't, they, they have no creativity, so all they can do is shit on other people's efforts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same dudes that bring up that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's the same dudes that write negative comments on Rolling Stones videos on YouTube. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. the fucking Rolling Stones. They don't have any courage to, to, to put themselves out there or take a fucking chance. They just sit there in that fucking cubicle, hate their life, and judge. <laughs> Steve Hater 37. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The internet has some questions for us. Okay. You, hang, you good? You hanging yeah, in yeah. there? Yeah, All right. no, I'm good. I don't All have right. any responsibilities. Okay, yeah, it's fun. All right. Do you guys like video games? If so, what's your, oh, this guy must be British. What's up, N- Dixie Normus? Dixie Normus. <laughs> <laughs> nice play on words, buddy. You must be British. Uh, do you guys like video games? If so, what's your favorite games and console? I don't give a fuck about video games. I, I can't I've never get played. Into I literally haven't played a video game since like Space Invaders. So like, yeah, I mean, our favorite console or con- console would have to be the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Sure. Uh, the, the only one I ever owned was the original Atari, but back in 1941 or something like that. It, I, I really like this game called Circus. You just bump people up and they just pop balloons. I really fucking got a kick out of that. And also, like, Galaxa? Galaga? Galaga. That's my game. You just shoot spaceships for hours. No, and yeah. there's bonus rounds and everything. I, I don't have the... Uh, I'm too fidgety. Uh, I, I have ADD. I can't sit still long enough to play video games. Yeah, yeah, I don't like it. Okay, the half charge, Jose Texer writes. It's funny, this guy changes his name back to the half charge whenever he's writing me. Uh. <laughs> but then he changes it to other things when he's writing someone else, I think. Uh, was in church, missed the taping. Okay, I don't get that one. Um, we can cut out these spaces, don't worry. You're not feeling responsible in anyways. No, I'm... Uh, I'm what kind of footwear are you rocking these days? I'm guessing Vans, Chuckalos, or something, Lakai. I, you know what? I'm due for some new shoes. I got these shitty Converse. I got these shitty fucking uh, slip-on Vans. And I got these, like, big moon crater shoes that are, like... They look like dress shoes, but they're really, like, tennis shoes. Yeah. You ever have these? They're fucking... They're awful. I got them at Target with a goddamn gift card. I'm getting paid next month. I'm going to go shopping. Fuck Marty, yeah. what are you doing? Uh, the next pair of shoes, I, I swear, I uh, use my friend's uh, shoes that, that have the individual toes for running. Yeah. And loved them. I want to get a pair of those. That's going to be rocking soon. <sighs> have you ever tried to swim hungover? This is from Andy from Lexington. Have you ever tried to swim hungover and had a panic attack in the water? I'm fucking good in the water, dude. I can uh, swim I all day long. I I I I, uh, I almost drowned once. What? I almost drowned once. It was in Huntington Beach. It was Christmas Day, like twelve years ago. Me and my brother went body surfing, and the rip took us. And uh, I, I struggled for a while. Was exhausted. Got out, laid in the beach, and then couldn't find my brother for yeah. like a couple hours. And I didn't have a cell phone on me or anything. Oh my god! So I thought he died, and he thought I died. Oh so, my god! Yeah, I remember thinking like uh, trying to explain to my family, like, ah, oh, I'm gonna tell him Jim died. <laughs> Like, uh, he, how do you bring that up? Like, hey, you remember Jim? He's kind of a prick, right? Yeah, we didn't like him that much anyway. Get, right? them, get them to say a bunch of shitty things yeah. first. 
Yeah, that's great. Jim's an asshole, especially when he drinks. Yeah, Yeah, he just died, you motherfucker. (laughs) Piece of shit. Probably from your bad vibes. I got the undertow once. That's probably the only time I've really like panicked in a water. You can't get out of an undertow. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know about these questions today. Any? You know what I realized? Uh, uh, just about life in general. Where I had an epiphany a couple days ago, like. I'm getting older, and I don't really care about dating anymore. Yeah. And this isn't a bit or anything like that. This is like a, an actual epiphany. I was like losing my drive, and um, all my goals all growing up were all based on how much pussy was going to get me. Sure. And that's, now that I don't care, I'm like, why am I getting up in the morning? Like, I have to set new and exciting goals because I don't give a shit. And left to my own devices, I'll, I'll lay in squalor and do sure. enough stand-up to keep the lights on. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so what kind of goals and inspirations are you setting for yourself? Well, the, the, the only thing that excites me so far is I'm doing a smoker fight. I'm doing a boxing match by the end of the year. And uh, you know Mickey Betancourt? Okay, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, he's yeah. going to do one too. So You um, guys are boxing. Not each other, but yeah, they match you up with other people who don't know how to fight either. And uh, You don't know how to fight. Well, you know, I, I'm not a boxer. I'm not a trained boxer. Okay, so, so where do you go? How does this start? So there's this uh, gym in the valley. You yeah. contact them, and they'll set you up. They've been doing it for forever. And um, you don't get paid. You actually, like, I think, pay like 25 bucks. Sure, to and get they, the, the shit kicked out of you. Yeah, here. and then they set you up uh, based on your, your experience and your size and all that. And, and you wear headgear and 16-ounce gloves, and it's like three three-minute rounds. So it's wow. not... It's not, but but that's been exciting. So, what gave you that idea? You you and Mickey were talking about it. Yeah, Mickey's been training and he's doing one, and I'm like, oh, that sounds. So awesome. you have training to do. Yeah, I, I've been training. Do yeah. you have a reason for living now? Yeah, yeah, I've, uh, yeah. That uh, I have two cats, but other than Dude, that, you're gonna get so much pussy out of this. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I don't care about. I don't the energy. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah, I need new motivation. It was funny, though, because, like, all the motivation, like, it was like, oh, for the, uh, based yeah. around girls, and I, I really stopped that's what, caring. That's what makes the world go around. Like, this electricity, mm-hmm. this, this microphone would not be invented if there were no vaginas. Exactly. Like, oh, if I invent this. I- ironically, it would just be a bunch of dudes sitting around punching each other. <laughs> but not that hard, because yeah. there's nobody to fight in front of. Right, there's no one to impress. <laughs> all right, I'm going to call my movie critic. Um... See what he's up to. You get a movie critic? Yeah. Why wouldn't I? You're so highfalutin. Wait till you hear my movie critic. I hope it's not Roger E. (laughs) Oh, no, he's dead, right? Yeah, but I've got like an impersonator. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, buddy? I'm sitting here watching TV. (laughs) What are you watching? So you give what, like five ice cream trucks? I don't know. I mean, it's well acted, you know, with Kevin Bacon and everything, but it's just the writing. It's just so fucking creepy. I mean, I just, it's amazing that it's on television, really. Are you a little scared? No, I just think these people are sick, twisted fucks. I mean, how does all this, how does a serial killer have, like, all these people that, like, worship him and just do all this fucking fucked up shit all the time? I don't know. It's just, Bad guys are the new good guys. Mm-hmm. Like that's there's Dexter. I, that's why I never liked Dexter because it was like I'm the serial killer that's kind of good for everybody. I never bought that. 
Yeah, I never saw that show. I heard it was really good, though. But I, I don't have time to watch everything, I guess. Well, you just heard it was really bad from me. What movie did you watch this week? Uh, see, I've been watching all kinds of movies. I watched, uh, <laughs> I watched Dallas Buyers Club. All right, watched, all right, all right. I want to hear about right. that. I watched uh, Nebraska. Hey. And uh, I watched uh, Oblivion, that Tom Cruise movie. Too busy living it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay, where do we start with this? Dallas Buyers Club. Yes. How'd you like that? I thought it was really good, uh. Uh, great acting, uh, great, uh, you know, great writing. Uh, it was, it was really good. It was really interesting. Like, I mean, I didn't know. I was, you know, I was a little kid when, when all that stuff was going down in '85 or whatever. So I didn't really know about all that shit. You know what's funny about so was, about Dallas right. Buyers Club is I went to see it. I thought it was gonna be a comedy because I had never <laughs> seen anything about it. I just heard it was good. And Matthew McConaughey looks like he's chilling on the cover. Like, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> And then the only funny part was I wanted to fuck Jared Leto. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then again, I always have. Fucking gay, right? What? <laughs> so I don't know if that's funny or super fucking gay. It's both, but uh, it was America. So uh, what, what, what are we thinking? How many ice cream trucks? What kind of Oscar picks are we looking at? Um... You know, it was, it was really good. I, I, I gotta give it, uh, I, I think I gotta give it five ice cream trucks. <laughs> very well written, very well acted, uh, but, you know, it was, it was really good. Uh, Say, man. It was important. You got any AZT? It'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> 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 Nebraska. Matthew McConaughey had the promise of being a great actor forever and he fucking slept on it for 20 years and now he's back with a fucking vengeance and it's amazing. Nebraska, what'd you think yeah. of Nebraska? Uh, you know, Nebraska... Don't you think they wanted to give it like a drab feeling of a small town in Montana? Like that's what that triple run looks like to me in my oh, mind. So sad. I mean, it does, but I'm guessing that town would look just as shitty in color. Okay. You know what I mean? All right. But uh, I don't know. It's just me. Uh, I guess you know, me and you are just going to have to agree. That, what? what? Go ahead. The surprise to me in that is, is how entertaining uh, Jen Squibb was. That, I've never heard of her. That old broad? Yeah, I know. That old broad? Yeah, the old chick. The old, the old grandma, yeah. I told you my money's on her for that fucking supporting actress. I forget who she's up against, but I, I think I like your prediction, dude. All right, what other movie? Oh, what, how many ice cream trucks? That's our rating system, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah, I figured that out. Uh... I mean, they had a great cast, you know, Stacey Keats and Will Forte and uh, Bruce Stern and, and uh, the old woman there. Um, it was well written and, and it was, uh, you know, I liked the banner, the 
chit chat back and forth between all these people. I, I don't know. Uh, it's not five. I guess I'll give it. Uh, I could give it like three and a half to four ice cream trucks. All right. I guess. Still a worth a worth seeing. Still a good ticket purchase. Am I wrong, Wendell? No, no. I you know I, I agree with the the Oscar nominations and the Golden Globe nominations and stuff there. I could see her win. Uh, she was really good. I don't know what that kind of acting background she has, but she was entertaining. I could definitely see a woman like that, you know, in my own family and compare her to, like, <laughs> other old women that, you know, I've used to used to be around. Same type, same type right. of shit, you know? So, so next week, are we going to do the Oscar picks or what? Do you have time? Well, uh, first, I'm off every uh, Saturday and Sunday. Oh, so you got a job. Uh, you got a job. It looks like Mondays I'm going to be working at 3 a.m. now. So oh, no. I'm going to be working at 3 oh. in the morning uh, tomorrow. D- like tonight? So, I mean, tonight, I guess, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so basically, yeah, 11, 11 hours. Be careful what you wish for. You might get a job. I know, right? Um, all right, so, so. As long as we do it, you know, like maybe early afternoon or something on Sunday or, or okay. sometime on Saturday next week. Let's, let's do it. We're going to place bets on the Oscars. Uh, thanks All thanks right. for taking the call, Wendell. Have fun at the new job. What is the new job, by the way? Uh, I'm working for a trucking company, a truck dock. Make uh, like unloading their trucks with the forklift and stuff. Uh, oh, man. Down, uh, I guess it's the southeast side of downtown. I'm not too far away from the Herald Examiner there. Yeah, well, we don't do the podcast there anymore. I know, I know. <laughs> Maybe we will. Maybe we will for that one. I'm done. I'm usually done around noon every day. So if you want to try and do something during the week next week, I'll be right close to your house. I, guess, I would love to have a post a post work day cranky Wendell on the podcast. So maybe we can hook that up. All right. All right. Uh, I don't know if I'll be cranky. I'll probably be tired. Well, I'll, we'll get you a couple beers or something. After all, it'll be afternoon. All right, dude. Party time. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Good talk to you. Have fun at work, and uh, we will set it up for next week. All right? All right, buddy. All right. Later, bud. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I think that's going to do it for the Full Charge Power Hour. Marty, do you have anything you want to tell the world? Uh, no, you can check me out on Facebook.com. My website, MartyLacodera.com, will be up in a week and a half. You on Twitter? Uh, not yet. I get to do that. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I'm horrible with social media. I would, I would put it off. It's gonna, all this stuff, well, no, Twitter's going to be around for a little bit. Facebook. Facebook's word, dying, right? Word on the street is Facebook's dying. I'm on But I don't still. see it because so many people are so goddamn into it. I think it's just not cool anymore. I just don't know what to do on there. Like, I, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'm on there for four seconds. I've got there. about 3,000 people as friends that I don't know. Me too. So it's just all day long. It's like, Jeff Stevens got a new car. Yeah, exactly. My aunt just died. <laughs> it's my kid's birthday. I don't fucking know any of these people. Yeah, and I have one buddy that puts up every, uh, something every six seconds so I had to hide him from my timeline. Like, he can't take a dump without posting it, I swear to God. It sucks when people get lazy and they just post like, other people's stuff too. Like, here's an article you should read. Yeah. Or here's yeah. a video you should watch. Uh, unless, of course, you're posting the Full Charge Power Hour, please promote, please tell a friend, go to thefullcharge.com, come see me on tour, buy This Is The Part Of The Job I Hate, participate, love us, because we love you. Good night, everybody. Peace.
Thanks for having me, brother. I appreciate it. Meet me at the ice cream truck. I'll buy you some ice cream. You know what I mean? The show is obscene, but I bet you gon' like these three dudes trying to get along. Craig Coleman and Matt Fulcheron. Don't forget to start the show. EA Dub, Eric Allen Wendell. Let's roll. Try to keep up. Turn up the AC stage heating up. Eat it up. Time to devour the full charge power hour.